1: Welcome back to the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey. I am Steve Peralt. That is Joey Capone. Y'all know what time it is, folks. It is series preview time. The Guardians are in town. Still not used to that team name. They are in town at Fenway Park for a four-game series that could decide the current and future Standing of this Red Sox team Yeah, There is a lot on the line here Joey But to get things going We all know what time it is It's time for the pitching matchups And we will throw it over to Joey Caponi
2: Okay, folks. It is a four-gamer at Fenway for the future of the Red Sox. Get excited! Game one is going to be Zach Plesac versus Nick Pavetta. Pavetta is coming off the three worst starts of the year for him. Uh, his July ERA is 13.5, but his Ugh. FIP over that same time is 6.88. So make of that what you will. I his last Fip. time,
1: I hate FIP. Can I say the real FIP sucks? I feel like FIP is always a stupid excuse. Oh, well, it's FIP. I, I, I had a whole fit thing last year with e Anyway, sorry, I cut you off, Joey. I shouldn't have done what's
2: it. A, what's a, it's an all right way of looking at, okay, well, how accurate is that ERA number? If you, he, his ERA is 13. That's what it is. <laughs> it's, well, it's 13.5. It's his worse last time, than 13. <laughs> <laughs> his last time against this Guardian squad was June 24th. He threw seven innings and allowed just two runs. If you like pitchers who suck, you probably like Zach Plesac. His, his debut he made at Fenway a few years ago. And now, I, well, he's near the bottom of the league in just about every major category aside from walk rate and chase rate. His ERA would tell you he's doing all right, but... He ain't. He gets hit often and hard. Game two is TBD versus Josh Winkowski. This is the only TBD of this series I'll let you know, folks. Big Wink has allowed 10 earned runs in his last 17 innings in July. Opponents are hitting a slider at a 199 clip, though, and that continues to be one hell of a strikeout pitch. Game three is Cal Quantrill versus Nathan Ivaldi. Evaldi struggling to regain his footing after missing a month on the IL. He's allowed 12 runs on 14 hits and two bombs in his first seven innings back. This would be a great time for him to stop doing that. Cal Quantrill is Canadian, and he has a 3.75 ERA on the season, but a 4.38 in his last six starts. And uh, don't tell Steve, but he has a 4.74 whip. People are asking, is he due for a big second half? Whip or half? fip? What? Whip or fip? Fip. Oh, you fip. Said,
1: I think he said
2: whip. Uh, well, it was, I meant his fip. People are asking... Is he due for a big second half just like last year, or will he continue to be middling and unremarkable? Game four is going to be Tristan McKenzie versus Cutter Crawford. Cutter Crawford looks like a major league starter right now. He might just actually be the best starter for the Sox this month. He's rocking a 2 2 ERA and a 2-1 FIP. You love to see it, Steve. I mentioned FIP a whole bunch on this one. Uh, Over 22 and a third innings pitch, and he has 24 Ks in those 22 innings. Uh, Batters are hitting just 213 against him in July and slugging just 313. McKenzie has pitched 107 innings and has a whip under one. His curve is basically unhittable. His fastball, too, honestly, I mean, the only chance this lineup has of touching him is going to be on his slider. And that... Is going to do it for your pitching preview. Steve? Jumping right into the weather updates.
1: Brought to you by Ed's Bubblegum. Jude and Poppet. I love that all these games are the same time, Joey. We've said this before, but I'm a big fan of consistently knowing for a four-gamer that starts on a Monday, Mm -hmm. every night of the week leading into that Friday is going to be 7-10 for first pitch. Love that. Monday night, not looking great. Tonight tonight is Monday night. 74% chance of rain. Scattered thunderstorms during the evening. Partly cloudy skies after midnight, which doesn't really help you at all. A low of 66. At least it's going to be cooled off a little bit compared to what it was last week. Uh, but yeah, chance of rain in the mid-70s. So not looking great for Monday night. I'm actually, you know what I'm going to do, Joey?
2: What are you going to do, man?
1: Let me check this real quick. I'm going to do the do hourly. It. So first pitch, like I mentioned, seven ten. God, it looks bad. Heavy <laughs> thunderstorms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is not- that's, t- that's
2: tonight, you're saying? That's tonight.
1: Tonight yeah. in Boston, heavy thunderstorms in that 5-6-7 range leading up to first pitch. You think they and play then- this game, though? You know what, Joey? You know what I would not mind at all. I wouldn't mind a rain out in the least. <laughs> I, I feel don't think like you're alone in that, dude. You and I are so gassed after this trip. It's like, you know what? A night off wouldn't be terrible. And I think the Sox would actually prefer it as well. Yeah, but trip
2: or no trip, I think that everybody's kind of on board with like, just taking a night off. That would be alright. But absolutely. I, I have a feeling this game starts around like 8-15.
1: Yeah, this kind of looks like it's just going to be a late start. And who knows? These things change often. With thunderstorms, I feel like it's less of a guarantee mm-hmm. that they actually happen right around that area that it says it will. But anyway, Tuesday night, it's not going to rain. It's going to be mid-60s. Actually, it should be pretty nice, honestly, at Fenway Park, considering some of the previous games that were in the 90s and 80s. Wednesday night, small chance of rain. Light winds, nothing too crazy. Upper 60s on Wednesday night. Thursday night, low 70s and a 36% chance of rain. So hopefully they can dodge some uh, thunderstorms on Thursday and absolutely dodge them tonight. We will see. But, Joey, that is the weather update. A quick Guardians breakdown for you before we Mm -hmm. talk about this series a little bit, a little bit more, because we've been talking about it. The Guardians are 9 and 12 in the month of July just for a comp the Red Sox are 5 and 15 my god they're 5 and 15 in the month of July the Guardians sure are. are 1 game ahead of the Boston Red Sox in the wild card standings and since we're talking about the wild card standings we'll just do an update on the wild card standings just to keep everybody posted here the Blue Jays are the top team in the wild card 53-43, and 43. the Rays are a half game behind the Blue Jays. The Seattle Mariners are two games behind the Blue Jays. Those are the three wildcard teams. The Guardians and the Red Sox are the first two teams on the outside looking in. Guardians, two games out of a playoff spot. Red Sox, three games out of a playoff spot. The White Sox are also three games out of a playoff spot.
2: So, uh means a lot, Steve, is what you're saying. The series... Holds Series a means lot a lot. Uh, Guardians
1: are 16th in team OPS in Major League Baseball. They are 17th in the majors in runs scored, 15th in team ERA. Joey, they're an average team. They're they, a perfectly the average team. The Guardians are perfectly average. They're right in the middle of like everything. They got some good starters. They got some good hitters. They got some bad starters. They got some bad hitters. It, it's mm-hmm. about as average as you can get. And I know you listening at home are like, "Well, what about the Red Sox? They're 48 and 48." I think overall this year, pretty safe to say they have underperformed. Outside of that, overperforming June, the Red Sox are better than the Guardians. I know not in the standings, but talent wise, they are better. Obviously, the Sox are struggling injuries wise right now. Uh, and lastly, with the Indians, uh, I knew I was gonna do it, Joey. Who are you talking about? All right, what's my? I got a penalty for that. Um, oh, oh, um, punch yourself in the face. All right. Oh, my God. My cheek is <laughs> oh, broken. Oh, my teeth. My teeth. Oh. All right. <laughs> lastly, for the Guardians, mm. Jose Ramirez leads the team in homers with 19 and RBIs with 78. He is third in Major League Baseball behind Aaron Judge and Pete Alonso in RBIs.
2: He's Joey? one of the best haters. um Freeman. Uh-huh. Freeman. Freeman. Gogla. The Gogla. Gogla! Freeman. you wanted one of the best hitter. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> you're good at you're good at the
2: Jose <laughs> Ramirez. That's very accurate. Thanks, man. Um, Beside so I gotta, me, <laughs> after me. Um, so uh, Devers this uh, July here, um, he's rocking an OPS of 987. Uh, it's the highest on the team. Which he was it, playing, you know? Yeah, so he's the, the the highest OPS on the team with at least 40 ABs this month. I want you to guess two, three, and four. In OPS with at least 40 ABs this month. For the Sox? For the Sox, yeah. God, the way you're phrasing this, I bet
1: it's not who you would expect. That is exactly why I'm asking. Two, three, and four for the Red Sox in OPS. Just to clarify again, an OPS in how long? Uh, An OPS in July with at least 40 ABs. Uh, Vasquez? Vasquez is three. Um... Doogie? Nope. Uh, Ref Snyder? Ref Snyder is two. And who else has actually not been terrible? I'm missing the fourth one.
2: Yep. Yeah. A couple homers have uh, padded this OPS. Who would... Is it Bob? It is Bobby Dalbeck. Oh,
1: my God. What? (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so your one, two, three, four OPS in July is... Devers, Ref, Snyder, Vasquez, Dahlberg. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, and uh, like JD and Zander both have 40 ABs. They're just, they both have an OPS under 700. So, Joey, Um, that's,
1: I got to say, that is a fun fact,
2: but it's not that fun. It's not very
1: fun. No, I'm glad you brought it up because it is eye opening, but God, is that eye opening? That is, that's brutal. It's really bad. Of things I've heard, because we've heard a lot of, uh, crazy stats about the Red Sox in the month of July. That might be the top one that really kind of shows you what's going on. And I, I you got to combo that with the pitching stat, obviously. I think if you had that, I think that's the right hitting stat. And mm. then you need a pitching stat. And, Joey, I got the pitching stat
2: for you. Oh, hit me. This... I- I'm very Eye excited open. to hear this. I'm sure I'm yeah, going to feel hit, a lot hit better. Me. This is,
1: hit me. Can't wait. All right, here we go. <laughs> everyone listening. I just home. want to enjoy this last
2: moment I have before I know this. Yeah, this is going to be okay. sick.
1: All right. So, y'all ready? Are you ready for this, Joey? I guess. All right, everyone listening, get ready for this one. Red Sox starting pitchers are winless in the team's last 23 <sighs> games. That is the longest streak for the franchise since at least 1995. And this is, by, by the way. This the tweet goes further because it came in. uh Spear retweeted this. I want to give uh, the right credit. Always trying to give the right credit, Joey. Spear retweeted. For Spear to retweet, it's got to be somebody. Oh, legit. John John Couture. He's with uh the Globe, I believe. Okay. So this is uh, we're diving into how you know how this stat came to be here. He said it's the longest streak since at least 1995, and he says I suspect it's the longest one in franchise history per Baseball Reference. He then replied to himself saying, I have now confirmed that is the longest streak in (laughs) Red Sox team history. The previous mark was 20 during the franchise record 20 game losing streak in May of 1906. Oh, what a year, huh? So Sox starters, no W's in the team's last 23 games. And Joey, I got to say, we've talked about this before, this concept of when a stat backs up how you feel in the eye test. Yeah. And boy oh boy does this one back up the eye test. Because if I didn't know this stat and you asked me to tell you what the last Red Sox starter win was, I would have no idea what to say.
2: I mean 23 games, that's gotta that's gotta go back to like the Toronto series. Goes back to th- June. Yeah. yeah.
1: End of June. That goes back to the Toronto series. Yeah. So
2: Yuck. Yeah, I mean, talk about like an energy shift, dude. It's crazy how much that series. It's like pre and post that series that really that is the switch.
1: mark yeah that, that is the marker right that that's the the line in the sand however the hell you want to call it once man. they swept the guardians in cleveland mm-hmm. everything was great man top wild card team we i think some of us it's gonna sound silly you're gonna say oh no steve that didn't happen oh no steve what are you talking about steve i think joey some Sox fans on june 26 when they swept the guardians we're not counting out the al east as a possibility,
2: uh, I some. Think, I think yeah. I think fans who aren't very good at math might have felt that way. It wasn't inconceivable. Well, let me. It kind of was because that's when we did the math and figured out that if the Yankees went five hundred, the Sox Joey, would I'm have to. I'm not saying s-
1: us. I'm not saying us. You know what I'm saying? Well, you just said it's not inconceivable. No, I know, but I'm, I, if you gun to our head, we
2: would have said it wasn't. But I'm just saying, some folks... I see, yeah, I said folks who aren't good at math. And you said it wasn't inconceivable. I think it was absolutely inconceivable. It wasn't actually 12, true. 12, uh, they were 11 games. 11 games
1: out of first on June 26th. So, I mean, that's... There was an outside chance. Sure. And yeah. now it's... For, I mean, obviously, forget the... The division now—you're just fighting for your life. I with. haven't thought about the division in quite some time. No, it's been—it's been over a month. Um, yeah, I mean, it's—it's it's tough, man. This is. There's no reason to have optimism. I think that's <laughs> that's something that we there's can the confidently say. Yeah, there there it is right there. It, it, no, there really isn't though. So I I know mm-hmm. I know a lot of times in this show we're trying to give you a silver lining. The silver lining would be, you know, hopefully JD's back and in his head. Is he thinking, I'm probably traded in a week? And if he's thinking that, you want to have a good last impression with the team that you're on that might deal you in terms of, you know, forget the value. He wouldn't care about the value that comes back to the Red Sox. He wants to go to the best possible team, and this is a great time to showcase that. That's probably what JD's thinking. I can (sighs) almost guarantee you, Joey, that's what JD's thinking. The fact that he you know mentioned to Bradfoe, it's a win-win for... For JD, either he stays here to finish this off, or he goes to a contender. That's a big part of this week. Xander Bogarts. I mean, I mean, we we're gonna again after this Guardian series, we'll talk more about the trade deadline stuff. But really, can't emphasize enough
2: how much is on the on the line here in this four gamer. It's hard not to talk about the trade deadline because that's really all that this series is about. You know, yeah, it's kind of about the wild your, card. W- Y- yeah, it's kind of about clawing your way back into the wild card, but those things go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're you're only trying to claw your way back into the wild card so that the trade deadline goes in the right direction for you. You know, you're not trying to get in just because you think, like, the, the trade deadline is is going to, you know, just just miss Heim and he's not going to do anything about it. You're hoping that you claw your way back in is a way to prove that, hey, like, this lineup can get it done and, like, maybe there's a, a piece or two that could help add and try to turn into buyers rather than sellers. But uh, – Coming out 0 oh, and three, and if you come out one and five, two and six out of here, out of the gate into the second half, you're kind of signing your own. Until oh,
1: the last two months, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I, I think it's it doesn't the matter. Fun, if the funny thing else is, you loses. said, you said Joey, you said one and six and two and five, and my brain immediately went to that's probably what's going to be. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> that's right. Isn't that kind of where? Your head's at right now. If, yeah. if Vegas is making odds, I think they would say the Sox go two and five this week. That would probably be the most likely outcome. Which is like what's that? That's splitting with the uh, Guardians here. It, that would. Be, I mean, yeah, because they're always yeah. getting swept by the Brewers. Either way, you you cut it. Mm -hmm. these are good teams then you have the astros right after that the astros like we mentioned of the last game before the deadline yeah
2: you can't even worry about that one because i mean that's not gonna that one game on august 1st is not going to affect the deadline it's it's just the lead up to that that that's going to matter i yeah i mean i i i say that the deadline matters more than the the uh, wild card standings right now, because you know, if everybody else loses, you know, if if the the Jays are losing and the Rays are losing and the the Mariners are losing, like that doesn't matter. Like if you still stay three games back and stay even, like that doesn't really matter. I think you know what I mean. I think it's about solo performance at this point, about like how you look, how how this team is doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, Do you, yeah, feel you don't want to. You don't want to
1: let the standings and potential other losing streaks make you look better. I, I hear what you're that's saying. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's fair. And I think that's something that, even right now, not all the wildcard teams are killing it. The Jays are, but mm. the other teams mostly aren't. You, you look at wildcard standings right now, and you got the Rays lost a couple in a row, the Mariners have lost three in a row, the the Guardians have lost a couple in a row. It's funny the White Sox have the same record as the Red Sox. That that really caught up to me. But, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, they're at a point right now where this has just all happened so fast. Two weeks ago today, Joey, two weeks ago. Two weeks Mm -hmm. is not a long time. It's really not. It's like 14 days. Two weeks ago today, the Red Sox were the top wildcard team. And in 14 days, it has just gone completely off the rails. Like, everything has gone wrong for the whole Sox roster at the same exact time. It's the worst 2-week span possible. And the stats back it up, right? When it's like, "Oh, this 5-game run differential is the worst in baseball history." I like, believe th- it. No team has had starters, you know, winless in 23 straight games. Like it's just I constant. It. Yeah. It's a- constant on both sides, both sides of the ball. So, I just if you're a naysayer of the Red Sox, congratulations. This is a great week for you leading up to the deadline. I mean, Shaughnessy's got to be doing circles right now, man. This is a hell of a time to be Dan Shaughnessy. But, yeah, we're not going to sit here and give you some I, I overly positive outlook for the series. they they got to prove that they
2: can do anything this week or they're probably going to be sellers. Yeah. I know. I know you don't want to talk about it quite yet, but... Thursday. The I know. I know. This is just a little preview here. I'm not getting into details here, but th- the question of what exactly does sellers mean uh is killing me. You know, like what exactly a lot of different
1: le- layer a lot of different levels to that. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Like to what extent are they sellers? That's going to kill me because I think if you're a Sox fan, you should probably brace for impact and you should probably be aware that that looks more likely than not that some pieces are going to be moved. Uh, the question is how many, who, and you know, to what does this team look like on the other side. So that that's a little scary that that unknown, but you can still prevent it. I still believe there's enough time. I mean, if you come if you win 4 games against the Guardians and 2 you against the Brewers, them? yeah. I'm saying I'm saying if you do that. If you go 6 They're and 1 in your them. next 7 like <laughs> I mean, it's still in their hands at the end of the day. Do I think uh, the lineup being what it is, if Jeter Downs is your DH, like, do I think that you have a chance to go in and, and sweep a four gamer? Uh, no, I don't. But is it ultimately at the end of the day in their hands? Yes. So it's not. It's not. There's still hope.
1: Joey, there's a the chance,
2: I'm, at least. I won't say hope. There's a chance.
1: I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do what I uh, you know love doing. If the Red Sox sweep the I Guardians, it's not the Pedro one. We're upgrading. If the Red Sox sweep the Guardians, I will buy a listener a David Ortiz authentic 2004 World Series jersey. I, I listen to our show. Yeah? I listen. Oh, that was that took me a second. Uh, dude, I'm slow right now.
2: I'm, I, what I'm saying is I'm a listener. Buy me the yeah, jersey, I, dude. I
1: hear you. It took uh, me a second. But uh, yeah, so
2: that's, that's what's on the line here. If I'm they not sweep saying it's going to. Gamer. I'm just saying. Joey. I'm, I'm not, not saying, saying I'm hopeful that it will. I'm just saying there's a chance. It's ultimately still in the Sox hands at the end they of the day. They play four games against them, so there is a chance. That's, that's true. exactly it. That's the um, only thing that makes it uh, a chance.
1: Makes it possible yeah, is that they're playing a game. They are playing them. They just they obviously need the big three back. I know Devers is on the IL, and and that part of it hurts. But JD's just again, we're are saving a lot of this for Thursday. JD is not the JD that they've had. In the past. I know he's an all-star. He was barely an all-star. And the power is way down. The RBIs are way down. So it's like if they get him back, well, is it power, JD? Uh, 90% likely not. So is that guy going to help that much? I mean, probably a little bit. But is he 100%? No. So you just keep going back and forth with this stuff. And socks are, quite simply, Joey, they're going to have to show us in this week, specifically in this four-gamer, that... The season can be saved. We're not going to say the season could be saved. They have to show us that the season can be saved. Last little tidbit I have here. I was curious. Joe. Yep. Went to Fangraphs. Uh huh. I wanted to see. Hey, what do they have for the Sox percentage chances of making the postseason? What What's your guess, honestly?
2: Percentage of making the postseason for for Fangraphs? Yeah. Nineteen. 26, so in the same
1: ballpark. It's basically one out of four via fan graphs that the Sox make the play. And that feels about right. It changes it, w- w- so
2: drastically so quick. But I
1: like it, though, because it, even how I've thought it's stupid for a while, but I also just like having a thing that we can discuss that a well-respected site comes up with. Like I, I think that's all I really need it to be. And 26%, I'm not going to lie, it feels kind of accurate based on
2: what's going on right now. Yeah, I mean that number changes a ton on August second. It's 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 hard to it's hard to guesstimate. You just don't know. I mean the chances are going to go drastically up or drastically down in a week's time. Yeah, but that's not the point. The point is, so, what's it at right now? It's at oh yeah, but right now it's not the team. A week from now. So you're but just Joey, talking about a different team. Rat,
1: it's a day-by-day update. The point is what's happened with the team recently. I understand, we all know the deadline's but the playoffs are in it's the gonna future. It's going to be different on October 1st. Like yeah, Exactly.
2: Know. What I'm saying is the playoffs <laughs> are in the future, and the team that's going to be playing in the future is not the team that's playing in the present. You're, pre- you're like, negating you the get,
1: whole point of the percentages, of the day-by-day percentages. <laughs> that's what, right now,
2: percent. it's 26. And I'm saying it's hard for me that. To feel anything about that, because that's not going to be the number in a couple days. It's going to be very different. If it was, I don't think it'll be. It it might not be very different. I okay. Let's say, let's say the big bad word. Let's say the big bad word.
1: If they move bogey, that number doesn't change. But then uh, you're implying drastic moves is what I'm saying. I I don't right now. I'm not
2: at drastic move territory. But again, this is we'll save it for Thursday. Save I think it's okay Thursday. to talk I think people are all thinking about it. People are already there mentally. I understand like the big breakdown and whatever, but still like I think people are thinking about this right now. Oh, a-
1: yeah, of course they're thinking about it right now. That's why that's why we're talking about it. But Thursday is gonna be a big one for trade deadline stuff. Uh Joey, I got the trivia question for you. All right. I think you might actually you might actually nail this or you've looked it up. Maybe. Uh, What was the 1996 Red Sox record through 96 games? That's where the Sox are at right now, 48 and 48. What was the 96? Be like 96.
2: What do you think they were at? I'm going to say right near there. I'm going to say 46 and 50. Ooh, off by two. 44 and 52. Okay. So
1: the Sox are four games better than the 96 Red Sox, who if this current format, the current playoff format was a thing, would have made the playoffs after a 10 and 19 start. So... I have liked checking in on that. I'm glad we did the be like 96 thing because it's been a good barometer. Even though it's, you know, at its heart, it's so stupid because that was 26 years ago. But if
2: it was consistently that they were with them, you know, through this point, and now we're passing them, that would feel better. The fact that we were like. We don't even need to look at the ninety sixteen. Team. This team's so much better. And yeah. now we're back to comparing them to the ninety sixteen. That doesn't feel too great. It's, it's like now, it's, it's moving now a the barometer
1: for the Red Sox, this version playing poorly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's now a, like, oh, yeah, no, we were leading the race by a lot and like our engines kind of screw, but we're still ahead of these scrubs over here yeah, that are in the double car. Moving the bar. It's. It's moving tough. the goalposts but yeah it's tough but yeah it's what it is at least we set it up early so we can go back to it but right. yeah uh, it'd be crazy
2: if we just brought it up now if we we're like yeah. hey guys at least they're not the 1996 sucks yeah the, the 1996
1: <laughs> sucks like that everything sucks lately this has just been I, joey i'm i gotta say though i'm happy to like say watch it. all the, the all the games you know what i mean from start to finish like yeah. connection and in cooperstown is not great trying to watch the game on
2: your phone it's just it's almost impossible i hate it man two days in a row i was like visibly irritable and like chain smoking cigarettes because i couldn't get my connection to the nesson app like we were at coolies one day and i just i i couldn't get my phone working and like just had to like walk walk laps around the building and then the same thing happened at the parade and afterwards like not being able to get the game going is the worst like i i don't like not watching the socks even when they're getting pounded into the Well dirt.
1: you still want to be educated on what's happening and, and you know obviously we do the official show but like we're we're diehards and it I don't like being away from it. I don't like not being able to follow when these events line up at the same time. Kinda of sucks, but it is what it is. That's how it goes. So Red Sox Guardians four gamer fump Fenway Park weather should be a little cooler. Watch out for a downpour on Monday night and the rest of the series should be upper sixties, low seventies should be pretty nice at the old ball yard Joey, this is this is it right here, man. This is kind of your season in this four-gamer, and that's not a, a drastic thing to say. I think it decides a lot for Haim. It decides a lot for the state of the fan base and for the sanity of Alex Cora.
2: You got anything else you want to add
1: before we uh, close out here?
2: No, I'm glad you mentioned Cora, though. I was thinking that, too. I mean, I'm, mm. he's he's holding back a lot in these pressers right now. I mean, you right. know what he wants to say. It's 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 frustrating. It's infuriating. So, uh, for course sake, win these games, boys. Did <laughs> Would they you win these him, games?
1: I watched the highlight on MLB Network this morning of the game yesterday, and mm-hmm. they they showed a shot. They showed a shot at AC, like right after Tapia had like a triple, mm-hmm. and he he just looks like what is going? Like what has happened? It's just a classic. Like how did this happen so fast? It's one thing when mm-hmm. it's when it's slow. It's one thing when it's like lose to two. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, exactly. Twenty nineteen was a very slow death.
2: Yeah, it was like, oh, they just start stinking. It just They're looks like they don't and have it, it.
1: Just continue, and it's over. Yeah. Uh, and there goes Mookie. But, you know, everything <laughs> just kind of happens. Yeah. But now it's like two weeks, man. We're talking about two weeks. Even, We're talking about two weeks of a span here.
2: Yeah. Even so. um, during the Friday game the 28 to 5 game. Every shot of Cora, you could tell he's like trying to hide his emotions. I know, but like not doing the best job of it. You know, he's it's hard. So he's front and center uh, there. He's dude, I wouldn't t- be able to do Are you kidding me? No, I'd be going to the clubhouse for a little bit, a couple yeah. breaks. Yeah, dude, I'd be taking laps. I'd be taking laps. I'd be counting the bricks outside or something. Yeah, laying down and, and taking deep breaths or something. I'd be losing for $200. My mind.
1: Get a Fenway brick, get your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Put it right in the clubhouse. You want this brick to be read by the manager when your team's losing 28 to 5? That can happen. Joey, this sucks. And we are going to try to stay as positive as possible, but we're going to stay as realistic <laughs> as possible. Thursday's show is going to be a hell of a show. That, that much I know. And we might, we might uh highly likely we'll throw a short in at some point during this Guardian series. I almost said the other team name again. Don't and I believe we have an 0-4 player interview this week. It's either this week or next week, so that'll be fun. But that's uh that's the setup for this week, Joey. Ready for mm. be ready for anything. You're you're totally right with the brace for impact. Brace for any kind of impact. It, it could be really brutal. It could be like Sully Sullenberg, you know, it could it could be a save the day kind of impact. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We're gonna see what kind of impact we got
2: coming up, Joe. Yeah. we should definitely check in after game two. Like I'm fine with that. During the yeah. halfway point of this series, check in and And uh, who knows, maybe start bracing, maybe get too hopeful. Maybe the plane goes back up, you know? Maybe it's like, nope, we don't have to
1: crash land. (laughs) We're good, we're good,
2: we're good. 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 I I told you this recently, but uh, the scariest moment I've ever had on a plane. Oh, no, I don't think I want to hear this. Did you already tell me? I did, yeah. Okay. I was asleep, and I woke (laughs) up to turbulence, and there was a, a dad, as I learned later, who, like, was like picking up his kid who had fallen um but he thought it would be funny to yell mayday mayday Ugh, as God. as this was happening so i woke up to a, a turbulence and somebody yelling mayday mayday maybe that's what we're going through right now dude you ever think about it like that yeah this maybe could be like maybe we just woke the... up and we're like oh the plane's going down and then we're like oh wait no it's just a just a dad dropping his kid you ever think about that this could be a
1: fake mayday this, we could be in a fake Mayday situation. But fake day, we'll, yeah, fake day. <laughs> it's terrible. Same. I know. It's. I mean, this is terrible. Everything's been terrible, and ideally, the mood has shifted by Thursday. But like Joey said, we will likely be checking in halfway through the series. But until then, we'll see what happens, man. For Joey Capone, I am Steve Peralt. Go Sox, kid.